The fantasy genre is vast, complex, and has existed for time immemorial. It is a way to escape the drudgery of everyday life, but also a method humanity uses to examine itself in interesting, boundary-shattering ways. We are fascinated with the heights of glory we can rise to, with the depths of depravity in which we sometimes fall. Fantasy gives us an opportunity to reflect on these themes, and let's face it, it's also just plain old fun. Join us weekly on Fridays for the Fantasy in General podcast, where we discuss all things fantasy in general. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hey, Figgies, and welcome to episode 15. 15. I had to, oh, of fantasy in general. Fig for short. Yes, fig for short. Um, I had to double check. This is a snarky teenager now. It is, yeah, full of attitude. Um, I forgot what episode we were on. We had to double check. I remember. The the numbers are getting so high. I remembered, but then you made me (laughs) doubt myself. And then you checked. I did check, and I was right. Yeah. I should have just stuck to my guns. Uh, maybe. I guess so. But we'll see. We'll see if you stick to your guns at the end of this episode, because we will have quite a debate. Oh, I will vanquish you. That's harsh. Does it have to be that serious? It does. Oh, okay. As serious as serious Black. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, little hintsy hint. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> a little preve a little. of the hintsy hint. <laughs> yep. You're welcome for that, everybody. You oh, can use that. Um, copyright Kelsey. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Do we continue saying the number of the episode? I mean, at some at point. At what point do we stop? At some point it gets so high it's not even... I'm already thinking it's really high. Like right now, if somebody were to discover our podcast for the first time, they would have almost—they wow. would have almost four months worth of material to listen to. Well, yeah, but that equates to about probably seventeen hours. That's a lot of talking that we've oh, done. Oh yeah, no, I know, but it would—I think it would be considered a binge, right? A binge listen if somebody discovered yeah. it. Right now? Yeah, it could be a... Yeah. Um, yeah, 17 hours? Yeah. That's a binge. That's a binge listen. That's like... That's a pretty I mean, that's that's like double the length of time an episode of... Stran- or, excuse me, a season of Stranger Things is. That's true. So maybe that's what I'm going to do this weekend. I'll binge our podcast. Do you not listen to the episodes typically? Typically, no. Are you concerned that you don't sound good? Is that why you don't listen to them? Um, I just am confident in what I do, and I don't want to look back, you know? Wow. Only moving forward, upward and onward. Never give up. Give, never give up. <laughs> never surrender. <laughs> See, I like to listen to the show, which I have been told is weird. I was listening yes, to the podcast, and yeah. a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, heard that I was listening to it and goes, that's weird. I, I go, but I want, I'm, I'm, it's quality control. I'm wanting to make sure the podcast sounds good. Oh, but I know that it sounds good. 
Because I hear us recording it every week. Okay, there's and been at I least there's been at least two times that Ooh. in me listening oh. to the podcast prior to it being published, I have discovered things we need to edit out. Oh, like what? Oh, like the tap tap tapping. The <laughs> sure. Okay. But then also last week there was like a forty-five second gap of silence. There was. You're right. I didn't catch that. And I let that you was, know that that was the editor's fault. See, when um, I listen to me? it, I typically listen to it on Anchor prior to publishing. You don't listen to it on Apple Podcasts. I hit play so that we get a listen. <laughs> okay. But my professional listen is prior to publishing. Okay. my The extent of my listening is when my husband listens to it and I walk in and I hear my voice and then I quickly... This is run away. See, this is good information for me. I know that I am alone the quality control. And so, I am alone the editor. And occasionally I have had to quality control <laughs> the editor. your editing. <laughs> That's true. Although I must okay. say, typically okay. Kelsey does a very good job. Yes. Typically. I I'm pretty talented. You are talented in selective ways, yes. Oh, I I like that. <laughs> I like that. See, I used to think that I was just incredibly average at a lot of things, but I'm finding that I peak in a couple things, you yeah. know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. A one, couple. One or two. One or two. Yes. Yeah. One and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> is the half editing or do I have a, only a half mm, of something else? The editing is a quarter. You get a quarter oh. of something else and then a full one of Gosh. something. Guys, we're going to have to take a break. I need to look. <laughs> I need to really uh, be introspective here and figure out my life. No, you're good at, you're good at nope, a number of things. Nope, upwards and onwards. No looking back. Never give up. Never give up. Oh, that was weird. Okay. We have a little bit of figgy feedback uh -huh. this week. Um, an email, a little jokesy joke, and... Okay. I think that's it, right? Every time you do something <laughs> like a hintsy hint or a jokey joke, the things no, that you're good at jokesy joke go down. Oh, it goes down. Okay, I see what you're saying. So now you're at one and a quarter. Okay, what about <laughs> what about when you said preve for preview? Is that okay? I was imitating you. Oh, that's not okay. You were the one who said it first. Okay, okay. It's funny. I just I think it's funny. It's fine. It's, it's a fine. it's a Kelsey ism ism. There you go. Thank you. Okay, we have an email from one of our Figgy patrons. Yes. Um, from Nicholas Anderson. We have not heard from him in a while. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go ahead and read this one. Okay. He says, hey guys, Nick and Fresno again. I'm still catching up, but I'm thinking y'all should look into watching Metropolis. Bobby, you may have already seen it. I have not. Oh. But I'm assuming it's about Metropolis. It's about a city. Correct. <laughs> Do you know from where? Batman. Close. Superman. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Do some research on it. Watch it again, then discuss it on the pod. I think you guys can do a really good job of talk taking a gentler look at the film, which has already been analyzed which way to death. Keep it up with much love, Nicholas Anderson. So is this a film? Oh, wait a minute. Have you seen it? Metropolis from like the 1920s, like silent film era Metropolis, I think is what he's talking about. Whoa. Yes, I've seen it. Silent film? If this is what I think he's talking about, yes. Oh, I don't think that's going to hook me. It's science fiction. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's from okay. like the silent film era. 
You said that. It's, you got to get cultured. Okay. Okay. Oh, so I had to be, I really have to prep my psyche. You have to prep. Okay. Yes. Is it good? You've seen it. For a silent film. Do you sit in silence while you watch a silent film? Is there music? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you sit not in silence when you watch movies that have sound? Um, I'm sorry. The main reason we started this podcast is because we were not silent while watching movies. Well, movies that we've seen m- multiple times. Okay. When you watched Kong vs. Godzilla, you were silent the entire time. (laughs) That's true. With eyes wide open. That's true. In awe. In all fairness, I had the perfect snack, had Muddy Buddies. Okay. Oh, by Heidi. And, yeah, by a sweet baby angel who made those Muddy Buddies. (laughs) And it was just, you know, the whole... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And it was... All around a great experience. I was on vacation. I had a bowl full of Muddy Buddies, and I didn't have to make them. There was and like $200 million worth of special effects and five cents worth of a storyline. And it's fine. <laughs> they made their money off of me. They did. Except I, I don't think that I paid for it. I'm telling you guys, it. during this movie, I have never seen somebody more... <laughs> amazed about a film than Kelsey's face. I just love a great fight scene. Not with blood. Don't get me wrong. There's like no blood. Not with blood. The only blood that I can do like that is like 300, you know, where it's like blood, but not really. Mm, There's a lot of blood in 300. Yeah, but it's like, it's like the the tone of the movie is like, um, it's very gory. Very. Yeah. But the colors are very muted. It's true. So the blood just kind of looks black and it doesn't look like bloody bloody. It's not super realistic. Yeah, it's not, not realistic. like Saving Private Ryan. Never seen it. <gasps> oh, oh my no. gosh. It's what? It's bloody. What in the name of all that is good and true? It's bloody. It doesn't matter. It is a movie set in during World War Two, so yes, it's very bloody and fantastic. I've seen a lot of good movies. Name, okay. Kelsey. I'm sorry. I'm about to reveal your middle names on air. Oh, no. Since you revealed my age last oh, week. Oh, no. She revealed the year I was born last week. I did? Yes. See, I don't listen back, so I don't, I don't oh, recall. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll bet two. you'd listen back if I dropped your middle names. There's Plural. Middle names. Plural. There's two middle names. No. You can throw out the first one. We're nice. Which isn't the good one. We're nice. We're not going to do it. Let's keep it a mystery. Teaser. Sometime in the future. Maybe it's a Patreon little. We're going to reveal some middle names for Kelsey. They're terrible. No, they are not. They They are are family heirlooms. (laughs) They are quite traditional and heirloomy. Heirloomy. Nice and musty in scent. Mm, Mothballs. Yep. Can you just give the initials so people can guess? Yeah, I love my initials. Oh my gosh. Kelsey AF. It's really that. A- those S. Are really... My, my last name is starts with an S, but... Yeah, those are really the initials of her middle name. They really are, and I'm super cool, so... Okay. Okay. I'm proud of them. <laughs> are you? I have because grown, anytime, I've grown into them. Because any time I bring them up, you get a look on your face that's a little bit like, oh, like you're bracing like you for see impact. The, you see the terror 
hidden deep down. Yeah, you're bracing for yeah. impact. I, I always, you know what? Kind of like King I, Kong waiting <laughs> to get hit by Godzilla's tail. Yeah, the fear in his eyes. He knew what was up. They did great. They did great uh, CGI on that. There is, it's great CGI. It is. They've come a long way. And that's about it. And they really it. debuted that. And that's about it. In that film. So we should watch Metropolis. Okay, now, okay. now here we go, though. It's a silent movie from like the 20s. Mm-hmm. So it's short. Not very long. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. I, think it's I was a, about to ask how long do I, think I have to sit there? I think it's barely over an hour. Oh, I can do that. Barely. I can do that. Yeah. If I can watch Kong versus Godzilla, I can do that, right? Yes. So I was thinking this is like some Sorry, show. Sorry, Nick. I guess we need to answer your question. At first, I was thinking this was some show dealing with Superman, which is why I thought he said, Bobby, you may have already seen it because Nick oh, knows I'm not a huge about Superman, Superman fan. Oh, no. Not even a little bit. But you just said... Metropolis. I said Batman, you said no. That was I before said Superman, I realized. you said yes. That was before I figured out what he was talking about. <laughs> now I know. This episode is getting weird. So, okay. no Superman. What is it about? I hope, is it something fantasy? A robot. Oh, okay. In Sounds Metropolis. cool. And it, but listen up, guys. Actually, don't listen up because it doesn't make a sound. You ha- well, there's music. There's just no talking. It's not a talkie. In it's not a talkie talk. That's what that's what they called them. Oh, oh. When really? movies begin oh, to for have real? That dialogue, that sounded like something that I would say. No, it's really a thing. Oh. When movies begin to have dialogue, they call them talkies. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Do they do they mouth things? Like, are there subtitles? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Wait a minute. Or they just like look at each other like well enough that the mm, acting comes through. Not subtitles like you're thinking about in the 21st century. It will show a scene, so I'm about to imitate it. Okay. People who are listening cannot see this, but you'll see well, a character. I'll describe it to you. You'll see a character going like this. Mouthing really frantically. And then the other character is like. Surprise face mouthing back. So you see this scene and then it will go to a cut and it will have. Like a sentence of dialogue that you're supposed to take away from it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what this is too? Yes. I believe that's correct. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Let's watch it. Okay. All that, all of this, I mean, it has been 13 minutes so far in this episode. And I think more than half of it, uh, we did not answer Nicholas's question. So, yes, Um, let's watch it. Did he ask a question or just make a statement? Well, he thinks that we should watch it. And he also, I wanted to say, I appreciate the compliment. He said, I think you guys can do a really good job at taking, well, let's just say, I think you guys can do a really good job. And I'm just going to stop there because I like that compliment. And then he says, of taking a gentler look at a film which has already been analyzed to death. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're not going to. You do a really good job, period. Well, agree. Overall. I mean, agree. Yeah. But we're not going to take it in a weird direction. I think he's just thinking oh, that we I will see. we will take it for what it is. Well, I'm not going to look it up then. I don't want to. I don't want to see. It might be on Netflix. Really? At one point, it was. Ooh, you guys, we have a fact checker tonight. Himes decided to come back this week mm-hmm. to fact check for us. Hi, everybody. And she is looking up uh, if it's on Netflix. Check the year it was Don't made get too. confused because it has, it has nothing to do with Superman. Got it. So, or Batman. Mm-mm. Just a robot. 1924. It is not on Netflix. Okay. Any okay. 
any longer. What? It was on Netflix at one point. How do you know that? That's where I watched it. 1927. There you go. Oh, 1927. Okay. No talkies yet. It gets a 97%. No, don't tell. I didn't want to know. Well, that has. I'm a critic. With the storyline. That's true. You are not a critic. I know. I'm really not. I love everything. Well, we've established that. I'm not a critic, and you're even more not a critic. Yeah, you're not a critic at all, and you didn't even like. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thank you. I was about to get sassy, but it. We've had a lot of sass so far. We have. We've packed a lot. Yes. Into 15 minutes. Which is crazy that we've been talking for 15 minutes already. Almost 16. I know. Looking back, I don't even know what we've said so far. No, me neither. To be honest. It's been Um, a blur. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Nicholas, for the recommendation. Thanks, Nick. Um, We always enjoy hearing from our figgies. From Fresno. From Fresno. And abroad. Well, and everywhere. And worldwide. Yeah, we have Sweden now. We do? Yes. I think. We've got Scandinavia on board. We took Sweden. We took Sweden. 1% in Sweden. Welcome. Welcome Scandinavia. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I am very happy about this. I'm pretty positive. Let me, hold on. Kelsey's looking up our stats. Yeah, Sweden. We are in Sweden. Read them. Read them. Right now we are in, well, United States. That is the bulk. Yes, thank you, Figgies. Of our listeners, and we thank you. We also have listeners in Canada, Sweden, Papua New Guinea, which we've spoken of before, and India, and newsflash, Germany. I didn't know that one. You didn't hit the more, the view more button? I've never hit the view more button. Oh, gracious. Okay. So we're in Scandinavia, Central Europe, north of the border. Papua New Guinea. Great White North. Would be considered Asia, yes. No, that's over by Australia, right? I don't know. Isn't it? We don't know. No, it's over. It's over by Australia for sure. But it would not be considered part of the Asian continent. It'd be considered part of the Australian continent. I don't know. I feel really dumb right now. I'm really trying. Come on, Himes. Himes is moving slow. I mean, while we wait for Himes, needless to say, we're everywhere now. We are international. Yeah, we are. International. Yep. So... Our fig tree casts shade over many <laughs> countries and cultures. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you for that visual. Um, it says its continent oh, is Oceania. It's, mm. o- Oceania? Oceania? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Himes just said <laughs> it's continent... <laughs> I'm not even sure if it's, you can fake what she said. Try it. She said, it says that its continent is Oceania. <laughs> Oceania. Yeah. And obviously, you heard Kelsey and I. Yeah. No, Oceania. No, that's not true. Sound that out. Oceania. Oceania. That's what I said. No, no you said you. It was it's Oceania. S- no, it's not. It would be pronounced Oceania. There's an I at the end. Ia, Ocean, Ia, Oceana. No, you're saying Oceania. That's what I said. Okay, and we're spending way too much time on a continent that doesn't even exist because there's only seven. Agreed. So this is a made-up continent to give people who live in the middle of the ocean pride. 
But we appreciate your listens. We do. Please continue. We love you, Oceania. <laughs> continue, Oceania. Oceania. Thank yeah. you so much. Very good. Um, okay. Oceania. We. <laughs> okay. How many times are we going to say that this episode? As many times as it takes. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that's the title of our episode. It, but but it's sounded in, that's out. A front runner. But but spelled out phonetically for Oceania. Gosh. <laughs> we need O dash S E E dash. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that's it. We got it. Oh my goodness. Okay. We love hearing from you. We do. You can. You give us great entertainment. Yeah. You can email us at thefigpod at gmail.com. Can we hear from people who live in Oceania on our Oceania? Whatever it is. I don't know on, anymore. On. What, how can they contact us, Kelsey? Thefigpod at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can find us on Instagram and message us there at thefigpod. Or you can become a patron. You can. And get a hold of us that way. Which is a great option. We have a lot of exclusive content on there. At patreon.com forward slash thefigpod. Yep. Boom. And we have merch. We do. Since we're plugging stuff right now. TeePublic. Yeah, TeePublic. Uh, you can find the link in our bio on Instagram. You can. I mean, honestly, we're probably going to plug this stuff eventually yeah. again at some point in the oh, episode. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Since here, it, yeah. it, it just seemed like a great opportunity. It did. Um, and there's really cool stuff on there. Mugs, travel mugs, stickers. You can get pillowcases, Almost I anything guess. you yeah. want. <laughs> it's really bizarre. You can get our logo on. I don't have a pillowcase yet. I think I need one. A fig pod pillowcase? Yeah. You want to sleep no, on the fig? No, 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 not like a not like a standard queen, like a twenty inch, like for a for a sofa. I don't think I wanted that much detail. Oh, okay. But thank you. Okay, uh, <laughs> you're so welcome. Okay, let's finish off this long, bizarre intro uh, with. We've kind of danced all over the place with a joke like from Patrick one of our Swayze. figgies. <laughs> okay. Okay. With a joke from one of our figgies. Uh huh. All right, so I'm gonna say the joke and you're gonna say the punchline. Okay. And this is from a this is from a patron, a Chrysostomo. Okay. He says, "Please consider using this on your next fig." What did Yoda say when he saw himself on a 4K screen? Mmm, HDMI. <laughs> Let's take a break for a word from our sponsors. Welcome back as we get ready to take a big bite into the... Oh, we didn't say it. I just set you up. Okay, hold on. Start over. Go. Welcome back as we get ready to take a bite into the... Meat. Of our episode. Here we go. And our character this week, as usual, we posted a teaser up-close image on Instagram, mm-hmm. and we had a number of figgies guess correctly, but the one who guessed correctly first was... Lizzie Lou. <laughs> there were a few Zs in. There, yeah. just a few, yeah. yes. a few Zs. And what was the correct answer? Snape. Severus Yes. Snape. You guys, this is our last character deep dive. 
we are wrapping for up the this year. Seri- yeah, we're wrapping up the series. Well, yeah, we're wrapping up the series of character deep dives. Yeah. I don't know why I had to say that so many times. I don't either. But. But you've made your point. Yeah. Uh, will we look into characters in the future? Yeah. Absolutely. But this is the end of the series. Yeah, for this series, our patrons already knew this, but Kelsey and I decided we would do this up until the week before Labor Day. Yes. So So, we're going to be moving into something else starting next week. We are. And we wanted to end on a great character. We did. One of which we have debated previously on the pod. Sporadically debated, yes. And, you know, he really... He's he's a great all-around character for character development, um, storyline. Indeed. Morality. I believe your good friend Joe called him a gift of a character. Really? She did. Joe is in J.K. Rowling. Oh, I was racking my brain like, who's Joe? <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, it was. You call her Joe all the time. I know, but she's on a long list of Joes, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. She's not like top of the list or anything. The most she, famous <laughs> and wealthiest Joe is not at the top of the list. <laughs> she uh, hasn't given me money at any time. So, you know, but she's still given waiting. you the gift of the Harry Potter universe. And apparently Snape. And I guess you've given her money for the fruits of her labor. Yeah, so where's the give and take in this friendship? Joe, can we interview you for the podcast? Because (gasps) instantly we're talking, like, we're in Oceania. (laughs) We're in Scandinavia. We're in North America. We we would be completely worldwide if we got to interview Joe Rowland. That's true. We would be on every made-up continent. Every made-up continent you can think of. Yes. We would be on Pandora. Like Atlantis. any made up, yeah, Atlantis, Alderaan, every made up thing you can think of. Everything, everything. So anyway, Joe. Maybe thank not you. indoor. Do Ewoks listen to podcasts? They can. Okay. I'm sure they've stole, stolen like some AirPods from somebody, right? You assume they've stolen them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sure they've stolen it. Well, they like to. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> Anyways. Do we need to edit that out? I don't think so. Oh. I think it's funny. Okay. Are you going to hurt somebody's feelings? Yeah. You might be fictionally speciest. No. But not racist. They just seem like they would be like, oh, what is this? And then stuff it in their little Ewok pocket. Like when, doesn't an Ewok jump on a stormtrooper speeder? Yeah. See? Like he's just, it's purely um, naive. They are very childlike. Yeah, so. Which automatically assumes theft. (laughs) Where are we? I don't know. (laughs) Anyways. We're talking about Snape. We're talking about J.K. Rowling and Snape. Yeah, Joe. Joe Rowling. Joe, my friend Joe. um, Thank you for the gift. Thank you so much. And it was a gift. It was not stolen. It was not stolen. It was taken uh, with non-force. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. Okay. So give us your best impression of Snape to start us off. You had practice, so don't be like, oh, I wish I had time to practice. I've been sort of practicing. Okay. What was the line you wanted me to say? Um, the 
He Ooh. says purely. Purely. What? No, not purely. Clearly. Mm, clearly. Clearly, fame isn't everything. Great job. Really? I give it a nay. This Snape, a Snape impression would be where I would take most of my pride from. More so than the Scottish accent that I got a B minus from, from our patrons. It's, that's your worst accent, I think. Scottish? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's a tough one. No. Okay. Mr. Potter. Now I'm going to fall asleep to him trying to practice his Scottish (laughs) accent. Yep. That's true. That's true. No. (laughs) No. Are you just going to say no as Professor Snape the whole podcast? Maybe. (laughs) Yes. I can't do it. Draco. Dracoy. Dracoy. Yeah. Mm. Dracoy. I can teach you how to bottle fame, brew glory, ensnare the senses. So good. I love Alan Rickman. I love Alan Rickman. And we- Rest in peace. Yes. Treasure. He's clearly a treasure to this podcast. Oh my gosh. Galaxy Quest? Second second episode out of 15 that he's been in. At least that we've mentioned, yeah. Oh, no. Second, second in terms of a character of a film. Yeah, but we've mentioned Robin Hood, right? Oh, we've mentioned yeah. Robin Hood, Prince of Theme, Thieves, Blit Thieves, Thieves. The greatest sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. I'm never seen it so i know it makes me super sad okay so let's talk about snape because this is probably going to be a long episode guys it is spoiler alert because we're going to do a character analysis Mm -hmm. and i know that you know for our longtime listeners you know that i don't think snape is a good person but bobby here does absolutely so we're wrapping up the episode with a little healthy debate Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, which I will win, but we'll give him a chance. Mm, it's okay. Debatable. De- oh, okay, Snape. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about his background a little bit. Okay. He was born on January 9th, 1960, and he died, of course, at the Battle of Hogwarts on May 2nd, 1998. So of course. So that makes him 38 years old. Which okay? is so young. It is so young. So what does that... I'm not far from that, as you let everybody know yes, last week. Yes, you're very close. Very close. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the son of Tobias Snape. Who, who was a muggle. Yes, so his dad was a muggle. Mm-hmm. And then Eileen Snape, come on Eileen, oh, was I swear. a witch. witch. Oh, jinx. Um... <laughs> So she was a witch. Yes. Dad was a muggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like dad was bitter about that. Bitter about being a muggle or being married to a witch? About probably not having any powers. Maybe. Or just a bitter person in general. Potentially. Because he is reported to be abusive. Mm-hmm. And I read this. Tell me if you know the same. Oh, sorry for that. Um, I got an email and I didn't mm. turn off the sound. Um, his mother, I read, was neglectful. Okay. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, I didn't know that when I when I was researching. I, I guess maybe it's because of the abuse that she, you know, 
took on from his dad. Perhaps. So she maybe she kind of was more recluse or I don't know. That's very possible. Yeah. I I did not know about that, but yeah. yes. I didn't know. Um, of course, he lived at Spinner's End, as we found out in Deathly Hollows. Uh-huh. Correct? No. We learned that. Was it Deathly Hollows or Half-Blood Prince? Half-Blood Prince, because that's the first chapter where oh. Narcissa and Bellatrix go to Spinner's End. Correct? Is that where they go? Is Spinner's End? Yeah, where they, they go, go to, to visit house. Severus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Is that Wormtail. where he lived as a child? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wormtails there, yeah. Well, that's my question. Is why do you, so he lives at Spinner's End? He grew up in Spinner's End. Yes. Okay, which was kind of the more, I guess, lower socioeconomic next to Lily's family, because he lived close to Lily, the Evans, right? Okay, I think you're right. Yeah. Um. So he has such bad memories there. Why do you think he took up residence there as an adult? Why do you think he went back there? Did he ever truly leave? I don't know, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's just what he knew, I suppose. Yeah. Do you think that maybe it reminded him of Lily? It's very possible. If he didn't live very far away from her, it keeps him close to her in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's true. Even though eventually, obviously, the potters move away. Yeah. But it just seems like such difficult memories, you know, with his father being abusive, you know, his childhood being so rough. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't want to go back. I don't, and like live in your home. We think that way, but I mean, I guess psychologically, maybe we can't relate to what Severus may have been feeling, even though it had. That's true because I'm morally good, so I can't really. Oh, brother. <laughs> um, anyways. But even though it was a time of difficulty for him, it's what he's familiar with. So maybe that's what he wanted to return to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so that's kind of his background of how he grew up. Of course, we know that he met Lily before they went to school. He's the one that yes. told Lily that she was a witch uh-huh. Um, and their friendship began before Hogwarts. It did. Okay. So then let's talk about while he was in school. Okay. What's his background there? Well, when he goes to Hogwarts, as every first-year student does, he goes to the sorting ceremony. Yeah. And he is sorted into Slytherin House. And did you know he was welcomed with a nice pat on the back by none other than Lucius Malfoy? No kidding. Who was, I think, a prefect at the time? So Lucius is several years older. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he was head boy. I think I read prefect. I could be wrong. Prefect. Prefect. So he would have been a fifth or sixth year, perhaps? Fifth, I think, is prefect, right? Or is it both? Well, to be head boy... Head I think boy is seventh. We've discussed to be a head boy, you've got to be seventh. Yeah. So he, I think you can be a prefect either For fifth both? or sixth year. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was an interesting fact. Which, what are the characteristics of somebody who is accepted to Slytherin House? Um, cunning. Cunning. And um, I'm trying to find the word. Not I would determined, say ambitious. But ambitious, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which... Which he is. I would say that we They're can not s- bad qualities. They're not... In and of themselves, they are not bad qualities. And we'll, as we'll probably talk about as we go on, Severus was very cunning... 
Yes. And ambitious. I mean, he yes. was a quite creative wizard. Very much. Yes. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Not denying that. No. He was also a member of a pretty exclusive club at Ooh, Hogwarts. Yes. And what club was that? The Slug Club. Which, okay. I've gone back and forth on this. Why? If you were at Hogwarts, would you want to be part of the Slug Club? Absolutely. I think I would too. I would want to be, yeah. I would think, I think like behind his back, I'd think it was dumb. But also, because slug, I'm trying to go to this party. Yeah. Because so. Slug Club obviously is started and founded by Horace Slughorn. Yes. Who is a professor, potions master at Hogwarts. Yeah. Who is also a Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. He was head of Slytherin House. At the time, yeah. yeah. He sure was. And he made the club based off of uh, people's talents or their famous relatives. Yeah. Things that he would get ahead. But you did show promise if you were in the slug club. You did. There was one member who he talks about who was a member of the, I think, is it the Hollyhead Harpies, which is a Quidditch team? Yeah, it's like his aunt or... And he gets super excited because he gets tickets to every match or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Like, it benefits him in some way, for sure. I mean, which... When we talk about him, we talk about Slughorn. What can I make? What kind of... Can I make, like, a Severson club or... No, not... Kels club? Kels club? Sure. What do I get? Mm. I guess it depends who I recruit. I'll give you a pat on the back like uh, Lucius Malfoy gave Severus. What a treat. You know who wasn't in the Slug Club? Lucius Malfoy. Ooh. Or Dracoy. Very true. He tried to sneak in. Couldn't do it. That's very true. That's very true. You got to be exceptional in some way, shape, or form. Which Snape was. He was. And we'll get into that. We'll get into that. He was extremely into dark arts as well. Yes. Uh, Not a surprise. Slytherin, dark arts go hand in hand. Unfortunately, it doesn't have to. No. But most of the time it does. Doesn't have to. Most of the time it does. Mm. Okay, Ron. I'm just saying. It's not a witch or wizard that's been bad that wasn't in Slytherin. Um, Okay, Peter. What? Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, I know. He's a Gryffindor. I know. No, I know. I'm a, I'm like debating. Oh, you're wrong. helping me. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Whoa, relax. We're not debating yet. Easy, Turbo. Okay. Whoa. 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 Uh, but who else would be then? Just Peter. Do we know of anybody? Bad? Yeah. Oh, there are other bad wizards that were wiz- witches and wizards oh, that were in other houses of Slytherin. Yeah. Gilderoy Lockhart. Uh, Ravenclaw. Horrible person. Jeez. That's a really bad He's really one of the worst, man. I think. To take, yeah. He's okay. a jerk. So, very into dark arts, very talented. He even created spells. Invented his own spells. Yeah. And they're pretty legit. Yeah. So, Levicorpus, mm-hmm. which we see, which was actually really, really popular uh-huh. uh, while he was in school. Yes. Like, he made it, and nobody knew that it was him, and it was really popular among the students. Okay. And then we have Sectum Sempra. Sectum Sempra. Sorry. Yes. I had to say it like that. Which Harry uses against Dracoy. Yeah. And causes some pretty gnarly damage. Yeah. Like probably would have killed him. Listen, Snape. Why are you making things like this? To be fair, in the book, the Half-Blood Prince's book, he does say for enemies. That's true. 
He does give a little disclaimer, yes. I guess. Okay. Must make him a good person. Uh, and mm. Mufliato. Mu- Mufliato? Mufliato? I'm trying to remember the Mufliato, bleh, Mufliato spell. Yeah, I looked it up and then I forgot. Oh, thanks. Yep. Appreciate so, it. Good help. We're going to have to look that up. Yeah. Okay. Mufliato. We're going to have to look up Mufliato, but... Um, Severus is a bit of an outcast, a bit of a social oh. outcast. Um, oh, have you already figured out what yeah. it is? Yeah. So okay. it fills the ears of any person in the vicinity uh, with an unidentifiable buzzing sound. Ooh, that's awful. Yeah, Super that's annoying. Terrible. That's like tinnitus. <laughs> Don't know what that is, but okay. It's like where you hear ringing in your ears okay. at all times. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. gross. Oh, it's a thing. I believe you. Um, yep. But Severus also had friends. He did. Even though he's a bit of a social outcast. Would you call them friends? Acquaintances? People that he knows their name? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll name them. Name them and we'll talk about it. Okay. Avery. Mm-hmm. Mulciber. Mm-hmm. Bellatrix Black, who Ooh, eventually is Lestrange. known as Bellatrix Lestrange. Mm-hmm. Rodolphus Lestrange, mm-hmm. Evan Rosier, and Wilkes. And what do all of these people have in common? They bad. They bad. They bad witches and wizards. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess why I say were they really friends, I guess when we see Severus, mm-hmm. the way that he interacts is kind of like, I don't know, are they friends? Or do they just know each other? And yeah. kind of have the same vibe going. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Severus, I don't think really like, hey, let's pop open a bottle of pumpkin juice and hang out. Right? Yeah. He's not that kind of dude. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I mean, when him and Bellatrix interact, that's like... Painful? Yeah. Very <laughs> painful. And even with Lucy, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Lucius is looking to see who can help him get ahead, right? That's true. That's his whole thing. Ambition. Yeah. He's yeah, so a- I mean, if you're purely out for ambition, which is a characteristic of a Slytherin. Yes. Do you have friends or do you have means of climbing? I think you do have friends. I think it depends. Like, would you say that Lucius, because this is what I would say. Okay. Lucius is ambitious. Yeah. But not particularly cunning. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> so he needs yeah. some cunning in his life. That guy got outsmarted by Dobby. Yes. Easy. So that's when like, you... Like easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. So he shoulder slaps Severus to be like, I need some cunning in my life. Severus, why don't you come over here and help a brother out? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Help a blonde, bleach blonde <laughs> brother out. Hey, he has style. He's sleek. That's like the thing... He, the one thing Lucius has is money. Is money and a nice little, uh, like, wand handle, you know? It is a cool wand handle. It's a cool wand handle. But then he's got to give that stuff, that uh, sucker up to uh, Voldemort, doesn't he? Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so let's talk also, because while he was at school, obviously Lily attended as well. Same year, right? At Hogwarts? Same year, yep. Lily was a Gryffindor. Gryffindor, yep. Not a Slytherin. And so, the beginning of the end, really. 
Man. What? It's just, I don't know. I don't like that. Like, You kay. don't think so? I love that. Well, no. I agree with you as far as Joe is concerned. Okay. But I feel like the one of the few things that I don't like about what Joe Rowling does is the severe delineation between Slytherins and Gryffindors. You don't think there's any way, shape, or form that they could be friends? Anyone could be friends? I think that the way that it was written was so, with all the houses, was so clearly segregated. Super. Like the way that Quidditch is, pitting them against each other. I mean, everybody gets along with a Hufflepuff, though. Do they? And then the Gryffindors... Gryffindors seem to somewhat, at least, get along with Ravenclaws. Yeah, it it seems like three against one. Because Cho is a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Harry's crushing. Well, he was clearly nice to her. Clearly. And then there's Luna, who we've had an episode dedicated to, who's one of the greatest characters in the series. Yeah, and it was never really an issue that she was in a different house. Is there any good Slytherin? At all? That we know of? In Yeah, in, well, I mean, we know that somebody like Merlin, for example, was a Slytherin. But in the book series, is there a Slytherin that we look to and we like, you know what, solid person? Or do we always, are we always led to think a Slytherin is a jerk? Are we talking about Cursed Child? That's not canon. I know. Thank you for agreeing. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, isn't oh, the... Oh, well, no, okay. I don't think that Slughorn is a bad person. Oh, fair enough. I don't think so. No, I agree. So... Slughorn's like the one Slytherin bone Joe throws us. Yeah, I mean, that's like the definition of ambition. Like, gross ambition. But... You're a poet and you don't know it. Oh, really? It's the definition of ambition. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) I did that on purpose. But yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyways. That's one. I don't, I cannot think of anybody else. We got a little sidebarred without sidebarring too much because we're still in the HP universe. Yeah, it's not sidebar Bobby this time. Not completely, no. 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 So, heartbreak. Heartbreak. Year one at Hogwarts. Yes. Because. Well, I think that it made a tiny fracture. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know. I think it was the beginning of the end. Okay. Do you think that he was shocked when Lily was sorted into Gryffindor? Do you think, like, do you really think that he had no idea that she would be sorted somewhere else? Did he know of the houses of Hogwarts as far as... Oh, I'm sure. I guess his mom was a witch. His mom was a witch, yeah. I mean, he knew of the houses of Hogwarts, but did he know enough to think... Oh, Lily's going to a different house. I'm sure he knew very clearly he was going to Slytherin, Probably. right? Probably. Okay. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Or Ravenclaw. You, do you think that he was shocked? I don't think so, necessarily. We're not given the indication that he was shocked, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I'll have to go back and, and see. Yeah. Because that would be interesting to find out. If he was kind of blindsided by that. If he thought that they were going to be in the same house. Maybe. You know? I'm sure he was disappointed regardless. I wonder how different the story would be. I mean, super different. So, the end. Super yeah, different. Yeah, very different. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so he was friend, but even though she was sorted into Gryffindor, he was sorted into Slytherin. Mm-hmm. They remained friends. Yes. Throughout school. Correct. But then there was an altercation. There was. Between Severus and the Marauders. Yes. James, Remus, Peter, and Sirius. Sirius. Okay. Yes. All Gryffindors. So she came to his defense. She did. When they, I mean, really ruthlessly bullied him. See, it's, yeah. Ruthlessly bullied it's him. It's pretty messed up. Yeah, what they did. And so she came to his defense and he retaliated to her and called her a mudblood. Which, which ended their friendship. Yeah, which he technically is one. Well, no, I think a mudblood, he's a half-blood. But don't you, at some point, don't you think, would you think mudbloods are considered anybody that doesn't have pure wizarding blood in them? Well, he's half-pure, because his mom's a witch. He is. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Voldemort But, li- but Lily comes from two muggles. She does, that's yeah. true. So she's a mudblood. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So this ends their friendship. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and then he had to watch as Lily eventually, I'm pretty sure in year seven, Mm -hmm. fell in love with his enemy. James. Just, that's really sad. It is sad. But to be fair, he went hateful first. Yes, yeah, he did. And we'll, t- we'll talk about this altercation more um, in more of his character. Yes. But that's true. He became hateful first. But I don't think... I mean, we all make a choice in our actions. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it was deeply his fault. I mean, he... Okay, he, yeah, it fair was enough. The, it was the wrong person. Yes. But we'll we'll talk more about where it's coming from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So interestingly too, he was a member of two different organizations. He was. Yeah. He was a member of a good organization. Yes. The Order of the Phoenix. He was. Which is a fantastic name for a task force. It is. Is there anything better? Order of the Phoenix is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And it's headed by Albus Brian. Wolfric, Percival, Brian, Dumbledore? You did it. Is that the whole thing? I'm pretty sure. Bam. I wasn't looking yeah, at anything, guys. You weren't. Wow. You were giving me like an eye. Like, is was, this right? Is I was watching right? Kelsey's yeah. face to see when she was going to grimace. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time she was like, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. you're yeah. doing good. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that's all of them. Sweet. Wow. Well done. Brian. I love the I Brian have, part. I have to. I know. Bri- <laughs> Brian. Brian. Uh, almost as good as my middle names, but not quite. Not quite, Albus. You got a little ways yeah. to go. Uh, he was also a Death Eater. So really, you know, same kind of vibe going. Uh, wait, <laughs> I'm what? Just no, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> I kidding. was going to go, no. yeah. And then I <laughs> no, like, com- actually remembered, like thought about what you said. Yeah, no, complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes a lot of talent, I guess. It does, but when he yeah. originally becomes a Death Eater, he's originally like locked in, right? Locked and loaded. And then eventually he becomes a double agent. He does. Serving Dumbledore. 
Sure. Huh? Are we going to talk about this we'll later? We'll talk about this later. All right. Whatever we'll you say. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, so as a Death Eater, yeah. he was privy to some key information. Yeah. That ultimately Dumbledore used to help in the battle against Voldemort. What kind of information was he privy to? So he overheard um, the immensely powerful Sybil Trelawney. <laughs> yes. And her one thing she contributed. Her one claim to fame. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's why she had a job for her whole life, I think. Hey, man. Yeah. You know, whatever. It was gets an important thing. Whatever gets you there. I guess. So. Snape overheard Trelawney telling Dumbledore the prophecy. Yes. In the hogshead. Yes. But he only heard part of it. He did. Before he got thrown out by... Um, Who's Albus's brother? Oh my brother? gosh. Why am I blanking? Aberforth. Aberforth. Yeah. Thank you. Aberforth yep. Dumbledore. Aberforth. Ooh, that was embarrassing. Okay, so... He went and obviously told Voldemort what he overheard. The partial prophecy. The yes. partial prophecy. And when he realized what he had done, mm -hmm. he asked Voldemort to spare Lily. Yes. Did you know that? I don't think I... I mean, it does, didn't surprise me to yeah. learn that, but I don't think I realized it. Yeah. So Voldemort agreed. I mean, can Do you Do we trust? think... I mean... Let's see. Is Voldemort a liar? <laughs> I think if he's anything, he's that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I, but here's the question that I have regarding this. So Voldemort is asked to spare Lily. Correct. By Snape. Yes. Should Voldemort have maybe looked into that question a little bit further? I think probably. Why would your Death Eater come to you and be like, no, yeah, for sure, but like, don't kill this this one, when he literally doesn't care about killing anybody. And I think that speaks to, to Voldemort's hubris. Oh, 100%. Because let's be real, even at that time, Severus Snape is a powerful ally. Oh, yeah. So Do you if, think he was number two then, too? He's you think he was probably pretty close. Yeah, you think so? Because okay. okay, Voldemort has a lot of arrogance and hubris. Yeah, but he's not a he's not an idiot. So I think. Yeah. Don't you think he has to have detected that? Okay, so of his major followers, you've got Lucius Malfoy, you've got Goyle, you've got Crab, you've got um, who's the werewolf? Oh, uh, Fenrir Greyback. Fenrir Greyback. Yeah. Thank you. Of all these people, and, and there's others. Bellatrix. Uh, Bellatrix. Um, Barty Crouch yeah. Jr. Oh, yeah. Um, Barty Crouch Jr. is probably up there. He is. I mean, yeah. They make him look like a dummy in the yeah. movie. I think not a dummy. But I think even Voldemort would have realized Severus Snape is pretty clearly one of my most, if not my most, cleverest acolyte. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. So I think, yeah, I think somebody, maybe somebody else who didn't have as much arrogance would have put some more thought into that. That's true. I mean, and that's really Voldemort's downfall. Yes. It is arrogance. Agreed. Arrogance and inability to, well, we'll get into that. In a yeah. Bit. Well, I mean, it's just another instance where he doesn't understand love. 
And Voldemort, you said he's incapable. Incapable. Of understanding yeah. love. Because he was conceived with a love potion. Oh. Under the effects of a love potion. Okay. Yeah. So because of that, it makes it, inca- he, he is incapable of comprehending what love is. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's ultimately his downfall. And that, I'm, I'm, that moment, I think, really was the start of his downfall. Because when he goes, okay, we're off of Snape for a second. When he goes to the potter's house, he tells Lily to get out of the way. He does spare her. True. And so then that causes Lily to make the choice to jump in front of Harry. That's true. So. So you're saying Voldemort. I don't think if he, if he didn't agree to save Lily, would he have spared her right then? I don't think so. No, he probably would have just wiped them all out. Yeah. And then that wouldn't have been a sacrifice for Harry. Interesting. That just came to me. Really? Yeah. It just came to it you? It just came to me. That's, I'm impressed. Yeah. So you're welcome, everybody. I'm occasionally impressed so by you. So really, you go. yeah. So really Snape's asking was the first domino. That sets the whole yeah. story in motion. Yeah, but he's still bad. Okay. No, we'll talk about okay. this. Okay. Whoa. Hold your horses. But, yeah. So anyway... I mean, correct me, you guys, write in and correct me if I'm wrong, because this just, it's all coming together as we're, as we're chatting. But I mean, it seems pretty interesting. It does seem interesting. Yeah. And even though Snape was a follower of the Dark Lord, he didn't trust him fully. No. I mean, would you? No, I mean, come on. If you're following somebody like that, I mean... Which, would you follow them in the first place if you knew you couldn't trust them? Oh, I follow people I don't fully trust. (laughs) (laughs) I won't ask who. Okay, fair enough. Whoa, okay. Won't ask who, but he knew that he couldn't trust... I like how you put Voldy on the outline instead of Voldemort. I wrote Voldy, yeah. Kelsey, one of Kelsey's abbreviations. Yep. So he didn't fully trust Voldy. So to hedge his bets... He also approached Dumbledore. Well, I feel like that's how scrambling desperate he was, realizing his mistake. Well, and okay, is it necessarily that it was a mistake or he loves Lily that much? Well, his mistake in telling Voldemort the prophecy and then realizing, oh, this means Lily. You know what I mean? No, I know. I see what you mean. But do you think it was because he felt like he had made, I don't know. I don't think I... Was his motivation, I've made a mistake, or was his motivation, I love Lily so much, I'm going to tell my boss, and I'm also going to tell his enemy so that I make sure for certain she is not going to be harmed? No, I don't. Here's what I think happened. Okay. Okay. I don't think that he made a mistake following Voldemort. I don't think he thought that. Okay. Okay. He's following Voldemort. Do, 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 do. Let's walk along. Okay. Okay. Here's the prophecy. Goes, oh my gosh. Voldemort's going to love this. Runs without thinking to tell Voldemort. Mm -hmm. 
they chatted out like we are now. You know, things come to us as we're chatting. Right. Snape realizes what this actually means. Mm-hmm. Makes Voldemort promise to spare Lily. Voldemort's like, yeah, sure. Snape's like, wow, that was too easy. Surely <laughs> that's a lie. And purely out of desperation goes to Dumbledore. Okay. Not because he made this whole huge like, oh, I'm so regretful of every decision that I've made in following Voldemort. No. Number one, he just wants to save Lily. Oh, that's definitely his number one. For sure. I don't think that at that point he regretted much, except when it involved Lily. Okay. Agree to disagree? No, I think that Lily is definitely his motivation. I think that, I mean, we'll we'll probably talk about it a little bit more, but for sure, I think he chooses to follow Voldemort probably because a lot of it has to do with his hatred towards, you know, the Marauders and things like that, wizards like that. Yeah. Um, and he sees the opportunity for power and prestige following Voldemort. But I think, yeah, that his love for Lily ultimately corrects his viewpoint. Okay. And we'll we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. We'll Apparently, get there. you disagree. Okay. That was so, a, that was a sassy <laughs> side it look. It was. It was. Um, okay, so he was a member of Order of the Phoenix, mm-hmm. Death Eaters. Yes. He was also potions master at Hogwarts for a number of years. Yes, very gifted potions master. He was defense against the dark arts for one year exactly. As, exactly one um, year after years of attempting yes. to acquire that position. Yeah. As the curse um, on the position proclaimed. Uh-huh. He could have only been one year. Yes. Um, he was head of Slytherin House. He was. And... He was headmaster. For us, for one year, right? Social climber. You know, he's a talented fellow. Ambitious. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? Yes. Uh, Okay, so let's talk about one of my favorite things, and this also has to do with Alan Rickman, okay? Uh Let's talk about Snape's appearance. Okay. All right. What does he look like? In the movies or in the books? Books. Okay. In the books, he is a thin man. Yes. With sallow skin. Um, and in the books, he is described with a large hooked nose, which I love, Alan Rickman, but that part probably it, translated yeah. well to the films. Yes. Um, he is typically dressed, and this is also translates well to the films, he's dressed in black flowing robes and often is described as having the appearance of a bat. What great wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no question. Great job. Um, also, shoulder-length, greasy black hair. Which gave away our Insta post. It did. That hair. Well, you know, okay. So in the films, he has shoulder-length hair, but would you describe Alan Rickman's hair as greasy? No. I look at it and think that's Alan, a Pert Plus episode. Alan Pert Rickman. Pert Plus commercial. Alan Rickman would never have greasy hair. <laughs> okay. He okay. wouldn't. Yeah. Um, he does have... Dark, penetrating eyes. Yeah, true. That resembled what? Tunnels. So they're like hollow and endless? Yeah, I guess. Do you just gaze into them? Is Mm, that what that means? Perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, really, when you're saying penetrating eyes, he can really actually read your mind. Ultimately, yeah. So We get that. 
watch out. Mm-hmm. So was Alan Rickman correct as far as appearance? He was in a lot of ways. However, in the books, is he not described with facial hair? Oh, he does. I think he has a goatee oh, or a he beard. he does. Yeah. He has a little goatee, mm-hmm. like a little soul patch action. Mm, I, I, yeah, something right? something on the chin. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's true. He's Here's the thing. This is going to come off weird. In the books, he comes off a little more pointy, like pointy chin, pointy yes. nose, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more like cheekbone defined, Yeah, I guess. But I just, I, great job, Alan. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I can't. I can't. There's no question that that's Alan forever. Was like maybe phenomenal. the books need to be rewritten for Alan Rickman. What did you tell me? I think you told me this story where one time he was reading one of the books in the Harry Potter series, and his daughter or daughters. Oh, I don't think I told you this. I thought you told me this. No, this is the first time I've heard this. Okay. Oh, keep going. Okay. I'm excited. So you know one of... Oh, no. This is a line that Severus Snape says. Okay. Okay. And you'll pick up on it, I think, Did she say know it. that he was? Wait, what? Okay, keep going. Okay. Sorry. So he was... This was, I think, towards the end of his life, because he passed away, unfortunately, at the age of, I believe, of 69. Mm-hmm. And this was close to that time. And he was reading one of the books in the Harry Potter series. And one of his daughters in real life, Alan Rickman, comes up to him and says, Are you reading Harry Potter again? And he says, Always. Which is a line that Severus says about Lily when Albus questions him about Lily. Always. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I can't talk right now. <laughs> I'm pulling I my I could life have together. sworn you told me this. No, I did not know that. Wow. No way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Always. <sighs> Great job. Thanks, the Alan. one complaint. Okay. But this goes for most of the adult actors in the film. Mm-hmm. They're too old. Technically, Alan Rickman is about <laughs> like 20 to 30 years older yeah. than Severus is. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Because when Harry starts school, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be like 30. Right, yeah. Well, okay, so he's 38 when he them. dies. Like when, like when Harry sees his parents mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the mirror of Arisen, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember thinking... Are you for real? They're supposed to be 21. They're clearly 40. They're supposed to be pretty young. (laughs) They're clearly 40. And I think Gary Oldman, when he shows up as Sirius Black, is supposed to be like 33. No, Azkaban. I can forgive that. Okay. Okay. Azkaban has aged. That'll do some really cray cray things to you. That's fair enough. Fair enough on the Azkaban. I can forgive that. I can forgive that. Lupin? Werewolf. I don't know. Wow, you're coming up with a lot of excuses I can't, now. I can't forgive some of them, though. Okay, yeah. But, the Snape thing. But Alan Rickman, maybe it's CGI, maybe it's makeup, fairly wrinkly free. Right? Yeah, that's true. But you can tell when somebody uh, when somebody's older than... Even if they look young, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, for those of us who've been watching Alan Rickman for years... 
we knew yeah. he wasn't 30. That, that's true. 32 or whatever he's supposed to be, yeah. That's one of that's one of the biggest things. I no, sorry, not one of the biggest things, but that's my one complaint with Alan Rickman. I but think. in general, we love him. Oh, absolutely. Nobody. You say, who else could we cast? Nobody. Exactly. Nobody. Nobody. You can picture nobody else. Nobody. I dare you to email us with somebody wrong. Correct. Okay. Tell me if you can think of somebody else. The two characters in the Harry Potter series that I can say nobody else could play them at all, period. Alan Rickman as Snape and uh, Maggie Smith as Minerva McGonagall. Oh, okay. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Done. Perfect casting. The end. Other people, I think you could maybe figure somebody out. Really? Oliver Wood? No, I'm just kidding. I was just naming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. uh, Robbie Coltrane is Hagrid. Yeah. Oh man. But I feel like you could pick other people to play the other characters. Oh yeah, easily. Could you have picked? Um, what do you think about? We got to move on. But I know we have a lot to guys, go. Guys, this is Harry Potter, and we, we have both a lot love to go. Harry this Potter. This is passion. This is passion. What do you think about? Um, Gosh, what's his name? Are you for real? Blanking on his name. Name John, the character. John Reese davies who played Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Think he could have been an interesting Professor Flitwick. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, just pretend he's small. Yeah. No, I think so. Because that actor's really like six I know, two. But I think. did you know? But did you know that um, Professor Flitwick is really only named in the first book? Really? Yeah. And He's then, not mentioned at all otherwise? No, because if you remember Professor Flitwick in the... I could be wrong on this, but there's something that's like Professor Flitwick in the first book and the first movie. He looks really old. He looks completely different yes. than the quote unquote Professor Flitwick, Flitwick from the rest of the films. That's correct, yeah. But that quote Professor Flitwick is actually just called the choir master. Really? I'm pretty sure. It's played by the same actor, Warwick yeah. Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same actor. Yeah. yeah. Who plays Willow in yeah. Willow. Who plays, um, didn't he He's play- He's also um, Wicked yeah. in Return of the Jedi. And, no, 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 but in Harry Potter. Oh, uh, the Goblin. Um, yeah. Griffhook. Mm, yes. Griffhook. Yeah. Gri- Griphook. Grip, is it Griphook? Gri- Griphook, yeah. Griphook. Griphook, okay. yeah. Uh, anyways, we got to move on, I yeah. guess, because this episode is already going to be long. I know. Long. I mean, it's already long. It's, it's already, already over at, an hour. Yeah, it's already at the time that we um, usually cut off, and we have a lot to go. So, okay. we love Alan Rickman. Fantastic. Yes, great job. Did a great job. Not we're gonna 100%. Have to do ca- we're going to have to do an episode on casting, period. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Okay, characteristics. Let's talk about um, who Snape. he is as a person. Yeah, of Snape, in case you forgot who we were speaking yeah, about. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, so he has... I guess extreme unwavering loyalty to certain people. Yes. Yes. First and foremost being Albus Dumbledore. Okay. You don't think so? Oh my gracious. I guess Keep going. We're supposed to have a debate at some point I know, about this. I know. Keep going. Okay. So you're probably upset about the fact that he had to. Spoiler alert for those of you who have oh, not read no, or seen the No, we don't have movies. to do this anymore. Okay. Okay. 
He agreed. He agreed to kill Dumbledore. Yeah. Yes. But it was at Dumbledore's behest. Yes, yeah. And I think it's clear oh, that no, when I'm not Snape mad that he does that. it, Snape is upset about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember I texted you not to... I just reread the series last year, uh-huh. okay? And I remember I texted you when I read Dumbledore say, Severus, please. Mm-hmm. And I remember realizing... It wasn't him begging for his life. It was him begging for Severus to do it. Wait a minute. Maybe I maybe I blocked this out. What? Because last year was the first time you realized that? That Dumbledore was asking for Severus yeah. to kill him? Yes, yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. Yes. For as hardcore a Harry Potter fan as you. I know. I think so. Oh, dear. Okay. I have a bad memory. Maybe I just keep realizing things over and over, and it's like pure joy. You know what I mean? Maybe. Okay. That's, that's a great life, really. So he agrees to kill Dumbledore at Dumbledore's behest. Yes. He also accepts the position that Dumbledore tasks him with, which is very dangerous, mm-hmm. of being a double agent for both Dumbledore and Lord Voldemort. Okay. Here's what I have to say. I mean, that's... It's dangerous. That's some serious, like, commitment. Yeah. Is he loyal to Dumbledore? Okay. Or is he loyal to Lily? Does he only do it all for Lily? Would he care? You don't think he would care otherwise? No. Would any of this happen... If it weren't for him loving Lily, he wouldn't turn. You think he, I think that he grew to respect Dumbledore, mm-hmm. appreciate Dumbledore. I just don't know. I think that he does have a loyalty to him. Hmm. But it's purely underlying a hundred percent because of lily does everything have to do with lily though do you think that for snape absolutely yeah okay so i was going to ask do you think that his dedication to voldemort was also him being like trying to show lily how powerful he was yes okay yep okay yeah okay i think so i think you might be right yeah on this front yep so I am correct. Um, mm. He is also very withdrawn. Like I said, I don't know if he has friends. I don't think he has actual friends. What we would consider to be a friend. Yeah, like a confidant. No. I mean, but can he have a friend? Yeah. If because Voldemort is very skilled in occlumency. But isn't Severus? We might talk about this but a little bit. Isn't Severus, he better? But if Severus had a friend, that, that Voldemort friend could would interrogate. Yes. Is he withdrawn? Do you think his closest friend is Dumbledore? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. One and only friend. The one if wizard say, Voldemort could not if, do occlumency on. Yeah. If we even say friend, I don't know. No, I agree. I don't know. I kind of agree. I don't know. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, what else? What else? What else? He's kind of, I mean, this reference is a little bit, I think you understand a little bit, but maybe not fully. He's kind of Vulcan-like. Okay. Spock in Star Trek is a Vulcan. Yeah. And he does not express emotion. He controls emotion. Okay. Snape appears to be sort of similar. He like he he places value in controlling emotion. True. He doesn't want to get too worked up about anything, except when it comes to anger towards a member of the Potter family Which, or Ron Weasley. <laughs> but even those displays are still controlled. Agreed. Agreed. I think mm-hmm. we see the only the only time he loses control is when Harry breaks the barrier. The Occlumency barrier, barrier, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Where he sees a weakness. Because he sees him getting picked on. And that's what that whole control is about. Yeah, agreed. So. Agreed. Anyway, read this quote in Snape voice. Oh, gosh. Here we go. I'm going to try. Here we go. Fools who wear their hearts proudly on their sleeves, who cannot control their emotions, who wallow in sad memories and allow themselves to be provoked this easily. Weak people, in other words. They stand no chance against his powers. Boom. Snape. Is that him educating Harry about occlumency? Yep. Boom. There Mm -hmm. you go. Yep. So, obviously, Severus is... And I don't feel like... Okay. I don't feel like people appreciate this enough about him. Okay. Maybe maybe you and I do. But maybe... I, I feel like other people don't. This guy is an incredibly gifted wizard. Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel like he's maybe top three in the Harry Potter series. Oh, yeah. One, Dumbledore. Two, Volmore. Three, Snape. And he even figures out... Okay, so people are ruined in the movies. Because in the movies, every single one of the Death Eaters and the Order of the Phoenix can fly. (laughs) Okay? Yeah, it's really annoying. In the books, there's two wizards in the history of the world who have figured out how to fly their names are voldemort and severus snape not dumbledore no not even albus dumbledore he can apparate but he can't fly i just got chills i got chills just now you're right i mean snape is i feel as much as snape is a big part of the movies they downplay how special he is they downplay it they they play up his rudeness yes and downplay his talent yes and let me let me clarify fly without a broomstick yeah without a broomstick fly just solely by themselves yeah snape and voldemort are the only two wizards in history to figure out how to do this the end snape is super talented yeah i mean we already talked about how he's made up spells curses yes his potion making next level Super next level. Better than Slughorn? We can argue. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. But because Snape is clearly a very powerful wizard, what does, what, if you're an extremely powerful person, what does that lead to? Pride. For sure. Yeah. But I think that that need, he became powerful mm-hmm. because of his need for pride his need for pride or his yeah like he wants to prove himself yes okay yeah because of his upbringing 
Yeah. I think that, you know, he was abused by his father. He had a neglectful mother. He um, was bullied ruthlessly. And so his pride okay. caused him to become great. Okay. So that that's what I was going to ask. Do you think that Snape's greatness has anything at all to do with his natural abilities as a wizard? Or do you, you think that it has, it's entirely to do, maybe it's a combination or it has no, entirely you have to do to have, with you his have desire to have to have natural himself. ability. Okay. Okay. Just like with IQ. Okay. You have, I mean. I mean, you're a psychologist, not me. So yeah, go, oh, go ahead. You can call me doctor. Mm, no, um, no, but I'll call <laughs> no, you a psychologist. No. <laughs> no, but you have like that, that baseline. Right. You know. Sure. And you can build off of it. For sure. And I think that you have he has to have that underlying natural ability to build off of. So would you say that that Severus Snape has a high floor? Oh yeah. But he takes it really and high. And he takes he it takes next level. He takes the ceiling very high. Oh yeah. yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Do some people have a high floor and don't move off of that? Yeah. Which so is fine, but he has they're ambition. They're good, but not great. He has pride. He wants to prove himself. And so he did. Okay. Boom. Yeah. You just got to psychoanalyze Severus Snape. Sorry, Snape. <laughs> no, I'm glad. It's good. It's a good thing. So Snape is... Well, let, let's talk about his pride a little bit more. You want to talk, Okay, you want to talk about more? Okay, well, because... You want to psychoanalyze no, him no, more. No, 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 because he... It it does great things for him, but it also was his downfall. Kind of like Voldemort. Pride cometh before the fall, they say. Very true. Who's Kay, they? Um, people in general. All those people. I'm going to say psychologists. All my homies. <laughs> all, my, all my OG homies. Yep. So... What do you pride, mean pride is the cause of his fall? So it caused his friendship with Lily to end. He was a jerk to Lily. Because of his pride. Because of pride. Yeah. Because of his pride. Gosh, man. And that was the end. He didn't Suck. want to appear weak. Man. And so he lashed out at the person that was closest to him. How Who often, is defending how him? How often do we do that, though? Oh, people do it a lot. Every day. People do it a lot. Every day. Every day. So, and it's pride most of the time that causes that. Really. I, no, I think you're absolutely right. But that was the end. That was the end for Snape. That was the moment. But what about, do you think pride plays a part in his death? No. Okay. I don't think so. That's where I thought you were going with it. Oh, no, no, no. I was just thinking back on when Harry broke that barrier and saw that memory. Mm -hmm. I think that Snape knew that was the moment that he made his biggest mistake. Mm. Okay. When, it wasn't during just, the occlumency lessons. Yeah. I, don't, I think that it was more than just a moment that, you know, Snape had hurt feelings as a kid. He wasn't just ticked off at Harry. No, no. I think that he knew that it all stemmed back to that moment. I Everything. I think that's a good observation. It. His whole life. Wow. That moment. That's a good observation. Mic drop. 
Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling really prideful right now. Um, yeah. Okay, so anyway, continue. Pride cometh before the fall. <laughs> okay, um, about to fall real hard. So, anyways, so Snape obviously has, Snape has a pretty interesting character arc. He does. And it, I can agree on that. Can you? I can, yes. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. I feel like you're a Severus hater. No, I love, I love Snape. Okay. I love okay. Snape. I don't, I want to be very clear about that. Okay. Okay, but continue. So some of the people, obviously when Snape was bullied in school, he was bullied by the Marauders. Yes. And the two principal bulliers were Sirius Black and James Potter. Yes. Okay. So as a result, I mean, what is the description we're given of Harry? He looks exactly like James except for the fact that he has his mother's what? Eyes. Right. Mother's eyes, but not in the movie though. <laughs> no. Give Mo- the kids some contacts. Right? Jeez. Is it that hard? No. Come on, Warner Sorry, Brothers. Sorry, continue. No, it's seriously not that hard to give a kid contact lenses. Um, but other than that, he's really described as like a clone of James. Yeah. So when Harry excuse me, when Sirius sees him, I mean it brings up all these memories. Oh yeah. All these memories. No, Severus. Did I say serious? I'm sorry. I think I did say serious. Yeah, yeah. Severus Snape. Yeah, yeah. It brings up all these memories. Mm-hmm. And so Snape is bound, feels bound to protect Harry, but he doesn't want anybody to know about it. Yes. Because he hates him some James. Oh, big time. And I think because of that, he hates Harry. He sees yeah. too much of James and Harry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, fair, no, mm. but I don't know. What's a quote? No, I'm not going to do it. No, come on. <laughs> I can't. Mm. You want me to do the accent? Very well. No, Very go, well. no. I see, I just sound like a... <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Very well. Never give up. Very well. <laughs> I will try it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. Very well, but never, never tell Dumbledore. That was bad. Yeah, that but was. this must be between us. Swear it. I cannot bear, especially Potter's son. That was, that was good. Dumbledore was a little bit funky. That was sketchy. Yeah, but it Dumbledore. was good. It was good. Yeah. But yeah, wow. Can you imagine having that much pride? Man. Like for real? No, Severus, I'm... even the best parts of you? Doesn't he? Doesn't Dumbledore say something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Even though he is in love with Harry's mother. Which is still kind of strange. Is it? Still. Always. So? Okay, 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 that's fine. That's Always. fine. You're right, you're right. Always. Okay, so let's get into our debate. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I have an outline. I don't. I'm just going to take your You're points. You're just going to wing it. Point by point. Don't read my outline. Destroy you. Back off. Okay. You go first. No. You okay. get the outline. You go first. What does that mean, <laughs> me go first? Okay, fine. Okay. Okay. Snape. Mm-hmm. My side of the story. Okay. Is Snape good? Yes. No. Absolutely he is. Okay. So I think... That his overall, let's, okay, no, no, no. First, we're going to, Himes was very proud of this. Okay. Okay, we're going to say this. Mm. He was a macro hero. Okay. A micro villain. Mm. 
Okay, Snape. I think I can just... Stop dis- trying to sound like him. Oh, <laughs> I think I can dismantle this. Okay. So his overall goal was good in nature. To defeat the Dark Lord. Yes. And protect Harry Potter. Yes. His bottom line was good. Bottom line, that's all you need. That does not mean that he was a good person. Okay, explain to me how he's not a day good person. Day to day. I'm trying, but you keep interrupting me. I, okay. Okay. In a day-to-day way. All right? Okay. I think that you can, I mean, if people are arguing that Dumbledore was not a good person because for the greater good, give me a break. How is Snape? Which we both agreed we think Dumbledore is in general a good person. Okay. Snape's not. Um, (laughs) Okay. Which brings me back. If he did not love Lily, Mm -hmm. would he be a good person? I don't know. I think it depends on how you define good. I think that we could make that argument about a lot of people That's in history. Fine. But I know, but we're talking about Snape. Okay. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. I think his love for Lily turns him somewhat sour to begin with because he hates James Potter and okay. Sirius Black. True. And here's the thing. He does love Lily. Yeah. And... What is the point of love? Where are you going? To sacrifice. Okay. For the person you love. Okay. And Snape certainly does. I know. I know. I'm saying if he didn't love Lily. If he heard that prophecy and didn't care. Then what? I think it's pure speculation. Of course it is. (laughs) Of course it is. So it's selfish. Of course it's selfish. How is being selfish good? I'm not saying that it is. Is there anybody in the Harry Potter series who is altruistic? (sighs) Neville? Luna? Hagrid? Altruistic? Hagrid's willing to do some illegal stuff. Okay. Minerva? Okay. The limited snapshot we get of her, maybe, is she willing to do what's good for just goodness sake? Do not put down Minerva. I love Minerva McGonagall. I do. How dare you? Okay, anyways. Oh, this is getting real. I feel like. You are dragging so many people down. I feel like you haven't proven a point. What's your point you're trying to make? My point is is that he's only quote unquote good Mm -hmm. because he loves one person isn't that enough and he no that doesn't make you a good overall person but he does good oh my goodness anyways you don't even understand (laughs) what the heck (laughs) wow okay okay is someone being good supposed to hinge on one factor And if that one factor isn't there, it can shatter everything. Okay. Are we talking about... You're getting into some really deep stuff. I am good because I love my husband. And that's it. That's all. That's the only reason I'm good. Is that true? Is that a true moral goodness? No. No. The end. Okay, perfect. We agree. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, Anyways. come on. Do you know what I mean, though? 
You really think that Lily is the only reason? Yes. The only reason? Absolutely. You don't think Snape would have gotten there on his own? No. Mm. No. That's speculation. Oh my goodness. You've got to be kidding me. It's speculation. Are you for real? I am. You're scrambling right now. I'm not scrambling. Anyways, go ahead. Okay. So I do believe that he's bad. Yes. Okay. Not bad. I don't like the word bad because he's not bad. Okay. Just not morally good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But is it his fault? That's my question. So we all have choices. We do. Okay. But, you know, he was ruthlessly bullied. He was. He was abused, as we've talked about. No question. Um, I mean, the way that he was treated at home and at school, mm-hmm. of course he would have an interest in the dark arts that puts himself in a power above others. Okay. Okay. Here I'm going to debate you because oh, okay. I love Severus Snape and I okay. think he is a good guy. But we do all have a choice. There are other disciplines Severus could have pursued to become extremely powerful. Albus Dumbledore, for example, was the Transfiguration Professor. Okay. As was Minerva McGonagall. Okay. Um, professor Flitwick was the Charms Professor. Very True. powerful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Potions, even. Potions, Slughorn, very powerful. Uh, Snape became the Potions Master and was very powerful. So I don't think that, I mean, you can't, I don't think you can say that that's the one discipline he could have chosen. Okay, that's true. No, but I'm saying he became interested in that because it put him at a serious advantage over others. Dark Do you think Arts so? does. I think that dark, dark Arts does. Hmm. You have one curse and you can kill somebody. Did they teach the uh, unforgivable curses? No. Well. That's why he got interested in it, though. Not, not like Defense Against the Dark Arts class. I'm saying like the restricted section in the library. But did he even have access to that stuff? He created his own spells. I mean, Hermione got access year one. It clearly was not that well guarded. Did she get it on her own? Or did she sneak in? No, I think Harry did, actually. But you know what I mean. So I think that Snape needed to find a strong mentor. Okay, okay, so here's, here's a good example. Now, I'm a Snape apologist, but Harry had a horrible childhood. True. Horrible. Yes. He didn't go the Snape way. But did he... And he was drawn to Defense Against the Dark Arts, but for the right reasons. But he had... I, I agree. Both had horrible childhoods. Yes. But their experiences at Hogwarts were completely different. That true. trauma didn't continue at school. That's true. At, at school, well, yeah, I guess maybe Goblet of Fire. But Harry was world famous well i guess Tr- i mean he i mean volmort literally tried to murder him every single year so i guess yeah. but you know what like peer like from his peers as far as his peers go harry's world famous and popular yeah and he has people he has professors behind him he had you know that's true and nobody but they're pretty good at hogwarts at least they used to be yeah of uh 
at least they were when Harry was there, of identifying talented students, because Hermione was nothing going to Hogwarts, but she's very quickly identified as the most talented witch in her class. Yeah, that's Snape's true. Snape's probably pretty similar in his class. I guess. I don't think they do a good job at Hogwarts of really um, giving students the supports that they need. <laughs> It's probably I mean, true. I mean, really. It's probably true. Like, you have Dumbledore mm. go to um, Tom Riddle's orphanage. Right. See, this kid is, like, literally... Tortures small animals. Literally, you know. Okay. Yeah. It's and then like just serial killer And then says, stuff. yeah, come to our school. And then doesn't keep an eye on him? Mm. I mean, anyway... Let's Hagrid get expelled and all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for letting things fall through the cracks, Dumbledore. But Dumbledore had some issues. Go ahead. Lots of them. Okay. He was also horrible to his students. Dependent upon the student. Non-Slytherins. Dracoy does great. Dracoy is average at best. Oh, agreed. Yeah. He's an average wizard at best. Okay. Here's what I wrote. Okay. You ready? Ready. Some argue that it was to keep his cover in front of people like Malfoy. And I put, really? Relax. To like, keep his cover? Yeah, because he's supposed to... I mean, I think oh. that it's well known that Voldemort's coming back. Yes. He can't be friendly with Or he Harry. probably... Snape probably at least knows that Malfoy is pursuing this. Yeah. That Lucius is. Yes. Yes. So he has to keep his cover to an extent. Agreed. Um, do you have to be um, Neville's Bogart? Dude, okay. In Snape's defense, Neville stinks. He's this, he's this short of being a squib. You can't treat kids like that. Agreed. Okay. But it's he, a fictional... You can't treat a child... Did he enjoy being treated like that as a kid? Kay. Psychologist, Kelsey. Oh my Kay. gosh. If somebody... I'm not a psychologist, first of all. You are this <laughs> close to being a school psychologist. Okay. Kay. Okay, continue. Which is very relevant to continue. this conversation. Continue. continue. Perhaps not magical. Yeah, that teacher would be fired. But if a person is bullied as a child in a very traumatic way... How are they likely to behave as an adult? That's not an excuse. Lawyered. That's not that's not an excuse. I'm not saying it's an excuse. That's not okay. I'm just saying that I win this argument. No. It's not. It's it's not okay. That pick a different profession. Like why why in the world are you here? Snape? Yes. Because academically, he's a potion scholar? Clearly, they had zero options. Is, can you think of anybody who's a better potions master than Severus Snape? No, but... No. But I quality... Quality. He's okay. the best there is. I was going to say quality over quantity, but that doesn't make sense no, in this situation. No, you've destroyed your own... Yeah. yeah, I win that part. Okay. No, he has no business. Snape is that. Neville's Bogart, but I mean, haven't you had a teacher who'd probably be I your Bogart? I think I said Bogart, which is how I read it in the like book. Like Humphrey Bogart? Yeah, that's how I read it in the book. Ah, play it again, I know, Sean. like Hermione. I said Hermione. I said Hermione. 
Ugh, yucky. Okay. Before I ever saw the movies. Okay, yeah. so Snape was cruel to all of his students except for those in his own house. He mm. showed sh- he showed favoritism to the point that he would give students he didn't like bad grades and wouldn't even assist them in progressing their academics. Where's your proof of this? Oh, are you for real? Okay, he gives Neville Longbottom a bad grade you because are Neville being is a terrible. You're a person right now. No, no. Time. Time. Are we What Time. does that mean? Pause the recording? But the second part of the argument holds up because he never helped him progress. Mm. Yeah. You, we don't know that. Thank you, Heinz. We don't know that. What What do you think it's like written in another text somewhere or what are you talking about? We don't know. We don't oh not my know. gosh, are you for real? Listen to me. Okay. So, Neville gets poor grades in potions because he's terrible at potions. He's not a good person. He gets he's not a good teacher. He gets great marks in herbology because Neville's good at herbology. And because Professor Sprout is a nice human being. And maybe and herbology helps and, him out. and maybe herbology is a skate by class. If you were are you number, serious? Number 2. He became the professor. Am I on number 2 or number 3? Oh my goodness. Um you know who does get really good marks in potions? Hermione Granger. She is a Gryffindor. You know who gets average marks in potions? Students who are okay but don't care enough to excel. People like Harry Potter and Ron Weasley. Harry Potter cheated. With Slughorn. He would have gotten away with that stuff if Snape had been the potions well, master. Well, yeah, Snape would have known immediately that was his book. Yeah, of course. So, my thing is, is he a jerk? Does he have attitude towards his students? Yes. Yes. Okay. But he's fair. He's fair. <laughs> he's not fair. He is not fair. He is. Stop acting like you're winning. I just owned that oh, argument. I just spit on myself because I'm so upset. Because you can't handle it. Okay. As Jack Nicholson would say, you can't okay. handle the here's, truth. Okay, here's something. Mm. Here's something you can't argue Here's with. a point you might yeah. be able to score on. Okay, oh, let's go. You turd. Okay. So he insults personal appearances of... Okay. I'm listening. Okay. You're, getting, you're getting personal. You're making <laughs> fun of me. It's he funny. insults personal appearances of students. Okay. So when Hermione's teeth are hexed to grow very long, he said, I see no difference. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's funny. That's, that's so mean. Kelsey. Coming from a teacher who, no. Kelsey. Coming from a teacher who's funny, if it came from Lupin, sure. What I think the, is funny what I think is funny is if Kelsey was a professor at Hogwarts, more than any other professor, <laughs> you would be closely related to Snape. <gasps> you, oh. you would make fun of students that you didn't like. But also have a nice positive banter going. <laughs> I don't see a difference. Oh. I could see Kelsey saying that. Oh my goodness. Hermione, I don't see a difference. Mr. You can Potter. have, anyways, you can have ultimately good goals, mm. but still be a horrible person. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. He's a horrible person. 
Is this real? My octave of my voice is so high right now. You're very worked up. I am. You're very worked up. Okay, he holds Mission child. accomplished. No. Oh, you turd. <laughs> How many times am I going to call you a turd? I don't know. Okay, he holds childhood grudges against really the nicest of the mar- marauders and makes sure that he loses his job over it. I mean, can we let go of child? I can't even remember who I had a grudge on okay. in childhood. Is the being the nicest of the marauders like okay? Does that make me the nicest member of Al Capone's gang? Like, I mean, what the <laughs> heck? What is that? That's what kind of argument okay. is that? Okay, fine. I want to be clear. I'm not defining Snape as bad for any other time than the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not. I'm not blaming him for becoming a Death Eater. I'm not. Okay. I can see that progression. Then where's your issue it's with this bad. man? It's <laughs> bad. How he treats people. Children. How he <laughs> treats children. I had a math teacher in high school that was basically Severus Snape with okay, a goatee. Here's my thing. He goes, and a yardstick. Okay, and if a Hawaiian he goes shirt. to the hog's head and treats grown adults <laughs> like that, you know who you are, math high school teacher. <laughs> I just described you very well. And you wear glasses. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, talk about grudges. Hawaiian shirt, glasses, yardstick, goatee. Boom. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. You're Severus Snape. I am? With your grudges. I didn't, like do anything to this guy okay well i don't know is there some kind of prophecy you're separate you this is i believe what they call an ad hominem argument an ad hominem logical fallacy stick to the topic oh okay gosh you're really rude (laughs) (laughs) here's my thing (laughs) here's my thing if he went to the hog's head okay and picked on somebody, mm. a grown adult, in this way? Okay. You think he'd be okay? No. So he has to go and pick on children. I'm not saying he's nice. That's what I'm saying. I'm also not saying he's evil. I'm not saying he's evil. What he's is your just argument? Not good. He's just not good. Okay, define good. Isn't that really the... How many good people do you know who are privately jerks? Isn't that the question of life, though? I think that you just don't want to admit that you've lost this argument. No. Here's the thing. I like Snape. Mm. Okay? I do. As a character. But I think that he was wrapped up in the last book with this little bow to make him good. And... I don't know. Like, Harry, are you for real Albus Severus Snape? What happened to Dobby? Um, Harry says that Severus Snape is one of the bravest men he ever knew. I know. Or Albus Severus Potter, sorry, his son. Yes. He names his son after him? Yes. End of argument. Well, let us know what you think. Bobby wins. (laughs) No, that's not true. I win. That's not true. Argument. I can't. I was gonna say something else that was really gonna put a bow on this, but 
Anyways, I went anyway. It's not your decision. I knew that Snape was good it's from the court. get-go. From the get-go, That's I knew Snape was good. No. Oh my gosh. Himes. Are you serious? Himes. You didn't even know her. Don't. No, before Don't. the last book came out. I knew her before the last book came out. I told her that long ago? Snape is going to No, you to did be... not. It's when true. did that come it's out? It's true. We went to 2007, 2008. It's true, 2007. You picked it up the week that I met you. Thank you. I said Snape is going to be good. Snape is going to redeem himself. Boom. I win. Wow. Yeah. Gosh. I am August, so July twenty first, two thousand seven. But that's not the get go. Sorcerer's Stone. Well, you read. When did you read it? Like right before this came out. Yeah, you just said. That I read. I read. I read the Harry Potter series for the first time in college. I can't even. He's bad. I was not a wee last like you. When oh, you first read, okay. Sorcerer's I know. Stone. I was Harry Potter's age. I literally grew up with Harry Potter. You were 11 the first time you read a Harry Potter book? Yes, I was. Look at you. I know. I didn't read it for a long time because I was like, this is too popular. It's too trendy. I don't want to read this. This is lame. And then somebody, a friend in college, finally convinced me to read the book, and I was hooked. I read the first six books in like a week and a half. Are you serious? And when I read Half-Blood Prince for the first time, I was so... Mad. What is so so bad. mad? I know. Anyways, this episode's gone on for a long time. I know. We have to stop. We have to stop. Okay. Let us know what you think mm. at thefigpod at gmail.com. We have to get some feedback. Yes. Agree. Oh, yes. I or mean, if you're a patron. Bobby seriously steamrolled me the whole time so just <laughs> take that into account does that mean that i was really good in my argumentation no like i would try to speak and then you have like a louder voice so do you really feel that way <laughs> no oh are you upset i'm i feel bad if that's the case i feel like i no. argued fervently but didn't steamroll no. no 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 i'm just kidding i'm just kidding you were very passionate, as was I. Um, but let us know what you think, Figgies, mm-hmm. over at uh, thefigpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at thefigpod and become a patron. Patreen. Pa- you got it right the first time. Oceania. Over <laughs> at patreon.com forward slash thefigpod. Yes. You can also let us know if you want through the form of a review, which we yes. hope is five stars. Review us. We would like you to rate, review, and subscribe so that you never miss another episode of the Fantasy in General podcast. And we will be starting a new series next week. We will. See you next time. See you next time. See you next time.